Hey everyone, it's Naomi Sneegas and here is the Firecracker Department After Show. So excited to have this discussion with you. This is when we have uh, chats about our past episodes with my core team members. And we've got AJ Edmonds here and we've got Deanna Moffat and Emily Churchill. So thanks everybody for joining me. We are talking uh, about Jessica Ellis, who is a uh, film creator, writer, producer, director, and she has just uh, created her first feature called What Lies West. Um, I loved this discussion. I went over to her place and it's one of these great moments of um, not knowing anybody and then spending like an hour and a half talking, being like, oh, she's a great woman. Like what a cool lady. AJ, is there anything from the discussion that really um, sparked you? Yeah, lots of things. I mean, it's really cool to listen to someone who's still actively like making stuff every day and writing all the time and in the same hustle that the rest of us are in. And, um, you know, hearing her successes, like it, it resonates pretty closely because she's a writer, director, started as an actor. Um, you know, like a lot of us have sort of like put her toes into different waters to see what felt right. And, you know, it's great to hear someone just say, I'm putting all my savings in, I believe in myself and I'm just going to do it because it feels right. And I think she said two really important things that like super resonated. Um, one of them was like, first of all, open heart surgery halfway right? through. Like, oh my hey, Lord. Yeah. Holy smokes. When like, she dropped that card, I was like, are you kidding me? It's hard enough making your own feature, yeah. let alone playing the card of like also heart surgery. But like she, I like that she was like, I just, any once in a while, I'd be like, I had heart surgery. And yeah. then people would have to back off. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> great heart to play, unfortunate circumstance. But when she was talking about her recovery and how people kept trying to like pad her away from work, I think, I think people in the medical field and people that aren't artists don't completely embrace the fact that our work isn't just, it's not just work. It's not just like stress and like a to-do list. It's like what fulfills who we are and fills us up and gives us a purpose and a reason to sort of continue going. And so when you get sick, you, you kind of need your art to find the path back to recovery. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, when you come across people that are telling you to lie in bed and don't get up and like, obviously be conscious of, of taking care of yourself. But there is an element within the artist that like you have to keep moving or else yeah. your purpose feels kind of stagnated. Yeah. Emily, does that resonate for you? Oh, heavens. Yes. I mean, <laughs> When she was talking, so not only the heart surgery, but the anxiety that she was talking about deal with on a daily basis, it's great. Um, but it's so true because I I can see that, exactly what you're saying, AJ, because I would go drive, get there, right, get to my job, whether it was an audition, callback, shooting, I would rock it, right, totally out of my head, couldn't breathe too there, but then when I left, once again, couldn't breathe and had, to, you know, and so it is, it's like art kind of get your mind out of that space of like, oh, God, if I'm going to die or whatever your anxiety is, like it gets you out of that space for a while. So it is actually healthy because sitting here on my butt, like I would just, my brain would just explode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how does, how do you apply it? Deanna, is that in your world as well? I know in your world, you're primarily working as a life coach. How do you navigate mm. that balance? Well, I mean, I love that conversation as well, in large part because, and I, and I think we can expand it because it's not just people who identify themselves as artists. I think we expand it to people who have passion in their yeah. lives and whatever that is, uh, because I think that that's the thing that fuels you and which as she was talking, you know, there's something called mortality motivation and that sense of... And, and she talked about like the idea of like, I don't have, I didn't come across this great wisdom right away. I, I'm in pain. Yeah. But there is a sense of 
that idea of when you touch the idea that death is a real possibility, because I think a lot of us go through life without recognizing that death is imminent for all of us. Yeah. And that she touched on it. It was like, I need to get back to do this thing that I love. I need to finish this thing. And I, that's a great thing to do to be thinking about is how do I live a life to completion and what is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also like that normal. I know I've experienced it before. And like when I've gone through various levels of, of trauma or depression or heartache and what's your normal, like I, I, I try to get back to my normal, which is, this which is talking to my community which is auditioning which is creating so as soon as I can get back there you're like oh my gosh I'm healing because I'm not just focused on like the sadness or the pain or whatever you're dealing with um AJ how what other things um that Jessica talked about because I know you're in the world of directing and writing so you must have really gone along for the ride with her discussion oh yeah she's like just preaching to my brain I think the the other one that really got me was talking about being lazy and the like, oh. you know, needing those weeks where you're just like, sorry, I can't yeah. work. I'm just going to watch TV or I'm just going to consume or I'm just going to read or I'm not going to think about my job because we do work really untraditional hours. And there, there aren't, there isn't a schedule. Like every time I try to make a plan with someone, I'm like, this week looks fine, but I could have an audition. I could have a last minute writing room. I could have anything come up that I couldn't possibly know about right now, but I'll do my best. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to shut down. And have yeah. a little more control over your hours. And as someone that's consistently working and consistently sort of on the treadmill of trying to keep up with life and with work, when you stop for a day or a week or a month, it does feel like you're being lazy and you're not accomplishing yeah. anything. Yeah. And we never, we're never taught growing up the idea of like taking time off and not just a vacation like vacation becomes you got to recharge right yeah. like, otherwise we're we're not like an infinite tank of energy and creative output uh, i want to know your lazy world cuz like <gasps> my lazy world is like people are like oh Naomi, you work so hard you're never lazy i'm like my lazy world has to be nothing to do with anything that i'm doing so it's usually like murder mystery stuff cuz oh, that's yeah. nothing although now i'm writing a murder mystery cuz now so that's gone. Uh, what's your version of laziness? Because I think you're all very hardworking women too. Oh, well, mine would be Taco Bell, uh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. I know it's bad for me, so it's like I gotta like ooh. Um, so it'd be Taco Bell, and then it would be uh, yes, the murder mysteries on Amazon Prime or Netflix. Right now, I'm watching the new Jack Ryan series, uh, season two. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. I, yeah, yeah, Law and Order. I out. Like piled them to me. Law and uh, Order. Yes. Because I know yes. there's gonna be law, and then I know there's gonna be order. Exactly. What about you, Deanna? Hardest working. Oh man. What do you do when you're lazy? Yeah, I'm just like everyone else, man. I find that couch and I lay down hard. <laughs> <laughs> Hard. And I, uh, yeah, just like you, I find Netflix. Uh, I watched the entire season, 10 seasons of Friends, not thinking Ooh. that I ever watched the whole 10 seasons this summer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll binge. You know, it's interesting. I think I give myself about 24 hours to fully, really enjoy it and say I'm yeah. all in. And then after about 36 to 48 hours, I start getting a little itchy. Like I can't let myself do this for too long and it's just kind of step up out of it like I don't usually fly out into full mode again but I'm okay definitely okay with 24 to 48 hours and then a slow process of coming back out of it yeah yeah 
Anything else from my discussion with Jessica that you're taking away in your pocket? Over me? Yeah. Uh, I, I really loved uh, when she talked about finding the, you know, she said something that I break, broke my heart just a little bit. And that was when she thought she couldn't go to college as an actress because oh. she wasn't attractive enough. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on now. I know. Uh, but then the other thing that I found, you know, when she said that she didn't think she wanted to be a, a director at all, it was not the thing that she wanted to do. But I think that is how we find our passion. She found something that she loved doing by actually doing it. And oftentimes we can just stop ourselves from exploring or, or really trying to find our passions because we think we're not going to enjoy it or we put that blocks in to say, I'm not going to be good at this. I'm not even going to try it. But I love that she stepped into the role and then found that she really loved doing it. Yeah. 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 AJ, Emily, any final thoughts? AJ, you got something, girl? Oh, I got so much up here, but I've already <laughs> talked a lot. So it's all you. Go ahead. Emily, any final thoughts? I just, uh, because I'm producing uh, our next film, my husband and I, where I'm producing it, so I'm trying to do all the, no, I am doing, not trying, I am doing all the SAG work and everything, and it was interesting to see her take on going union or not, and like going through that paperwork, so I really thought that part was really interesting, just on a mental, like, level of like, do you know, getting done do, um, doing the work, um, so that's what I loved about it, for sure. Yeah, I just love these women that kind of come into our community, like, Sydney, who does our social media and podcast producing, she was like, hey, have you heard this woman, Jessica Ellis? And suddenly I'm sitting in her living room talking to her. And it's just such a great building of our, our community. It makes me real happy. Speaking of, um, speaking of building, what are you guys building these days? Uh, Emily, what are, you, what are you working on these days other than your, your film you're producing? Maybe you can talk yeah. a bit about that. Oh, well, um, the film is called Stark Raving Actress. <laughs> and um, uh, we're shooting it in January, knock on wood. And um, so we're uh, pre-production right now. Amazing. Yeah. Deanna, what's going on with you? Well, I just shot two full days of segments for a new streaming service. I'm really excited. <gasps> launching in January uh, called Dream Life Network. So who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, and also you've got our uh, goal yeah. setting workshop, which is goal exciting. Goal setting workshop right here with the firecracker department. It's so awesome. Uh, eight weeks of not only learning, but accountability. And I'm really excited to offer that up. I'm excited to see. I'm going to take it. I'm, I'm ready to set some goals. I mean, I'm good at setting goals, but I'm, I got one that is like, why aren't you moving forward on that? So I'm looking forward to chatting yeah. with you. How about you, Anna, uh, AJ? Pocket Film School. It's yeah. just my oh, yeah. entire life right now. Um, we are a ragtag group of filmmakers stepping outside of our comfort zone, trying to sell a product online. And so I'm creating ads and just trying to learn how to be a salesperson as quickly as possible. Um, but it's been really cool. We've got 10 students that are super engaged. And yeah, we, we launched exactly a month ago, I think. So <gasps> off we go. Well, that's amazing. And everybody can follow you. You'll see the Twitter signs and handles right under their faces. But if you need to know more about Firecracker Department and all of these fantastic gals, go to firecrackerdepartment.com. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, of course, to get the uh, episodes and to our newsletter because our newsletter is like jam-packed full of cool things, workshops that are happening online, like your goal-setting workshop or 
Uh, we have something coming up in Toronto and we have another one coming up in Los Angeles. So you never, you never know where the workshops are going to pop up in. And uh, come on, come on in, join the community. We'd love to have you at the firecracker table. So thanks everybody. Thank you. Thanks, See you next time on the after show. <laughs> Bye.